0: In Washington, I'm Tommy McFly. And I'm Kelly Collis. Over the next 30 some minutes, we'll take a deep dive into. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what we do. On the Tommy and Kelly show, you can expect all things real fun DC. Anything that has
1: to do with DC, like Jose Andres, the pandas, the monuments. And of course, we live in the District of Champions with our winning Nats, Caps, and Mystics.
0: Kelly gets a little carried away on the sports stuff sometimes. That's true. For the last decade, we've been having a conversation about life in the nation's capital.
1: We're glad you're here. Let's get started.
0: DC is about to get country how's it going welcome in this morning it is monday may 24th i'm tommy mcfly
1: i'm kelly collis and we do have some exciting headlines coming out of dc but we do need to discuss why it is very important for your health and well-being and your safety to watch svu
0: dun dun you've gotten (laughs) into this show like a lot over the pandemic
1: uh yeah i've seen all of 22 seasons
0: (laughs) okay So why is it helpful to our health to watch SVU?
1: Okay, so we don't like to get dark or scary around here, but there was a story making headlines a couple days ago. It was all caught on video of this 11 year old who was waiting for her school bus and a potential kidnapper tried to take her and throw her in his car. She struggles. She ends up getting away from him. Incredible. Right. And they were able to apprehend him a lot due to what this little 11 year old did and she said she learned it all on SVU holy cow (laughs) so yeah she was did an interview with her mother on the today show and um she said that she learned to kind of escape and wiggle free and kick back and then also because she's an 11 year old little girl she had she had slime in her pocket and she was able to put it all over him And so they were able to identify him and apprehend him to match the slime from what she had, the slime that was on his clothing and on his arm.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Yes. She learned it on SVU. So I'm just saying, you know, and I got my daughter into SVU. So maybe, maybe you can learn something because it is based on, loosely based on real headlines.
0: Dun, dun, from the headlines. That's (laughs) SVU, right? Yes. Yes. Um, what is Mariska Hargitay going to send her? And when does that girl get to go visit the set?
1: So there has been some back and forth on social media of her. But yes, I think you can, especially since her interview was on the Today Show. And of course, yeah. SVU is on the same network. I'm sure there will be some fun ways to get her involved.
0: Look at that. So next time your daughter's binge watching something, she's gonna be like, I'm learning life saving tactics, mom. You leave me alone. <laughs> Absolutely. That's incredible. Um, th- To pile one more on that, too. So my dad is a cop and he always says if some like there's some reason why you have to identify somebody to law enforcement or whatever, um, always take a look at their shoes because people can like change their shirt or like take off a hat or whatever. But they mm-hmm. wear they can't like change their shoes if they're like running away.
1: Okay. I I did not learn that in SVU. So I I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: To look at their shoes to be like, Oh, they were wearing, I don't know, Manolo Blahniks. That'd be hard to run away in those, (laughs) but you know what I mean?
1: Right. Something distinguished, something that you might be able to recognize. Okay. Totally. All right. Well, Well, not that we
0: like. Life-saving tips here. Look at that. And you thought you didn't learn stuff on this show. Take that NPR. (laughs) Ha ha.
1: Oh my goodness. Well, hopefully none of us are in the situation where we're about to be kidnapped or have something else terrible, but these are good to know.
0: You know what? I think that's something we should shoot for every day to not be (laughs) given. for sure. Coming up still ahead, we're going to talk to Kathy Hollinger, the CEO of the Restaurant Association Metro Washington, because the restaurant awards are coming back this year, which is a big thing for D.C. It's going to be in September. We'll tell you where we'll tell you all the things and also how they are doing it completely differently. And I don't mean like in the like we're doing a Zoom call, we're pivoting like they've rethought the way this um, in-person event happens and how they're going to honor awards um, to restaurants who have done so much this year.
1: Very cool.
0: Love to see it. So Kathy's joining us in just a little bit. But Kelly's been tracking Dan Snyder across the country. What's going on there? This is
1: so random. So apparently TMZ caught up with him. He was in um, L.A. with like a team of people. He wasn't just like, they're on vacay.
0: Of course, he was the owner check- of the Washington football team. That of guy. course.
1: Yeah, Dan Snyder. Washington football team. And there's been a lot of rumors about it um, moving out of its current location in Maryland. And um, he had a lot to say of why he was in L.A., and it has to do with his football team. Mr.
0: Snyder, what are you doing here in Los Angeles? We're touring stadiums. We're, uh,
1: we're coming uh, west coast, and touring. There's about 12 of us, and we're just uh, looking to build a new venue uh, back home in uh, uh, D.C., Virginia, Maryland. So we're, we're everywhere. Jason, uh, our whole group, 12 of us, uh, we're,
2: we're having some fun and, uh, and, and looking at the uh, future.
1: So he was at SoFi Stadium which was just built um last year. So it's it's one of the newer stadiums that hosts uh NFL teams and he was just getting inspiration.
0: Huh. It's mm-hmm. the LA Rams stadium.
1: Rams and the Chargers. Yes. Okay. Yep. Huh. Uh so uh very interesting um and but everyone in Maryland and Virginia and DC are like where is it going to go? <laughs> Um, that's awesome and and he went on to say that he's gonna have it all done by 2027 and i'm not in construction but i've seen (laughs) construction being built that's about five years from now um there's a lot of zoning and things that need to get done yeah you you just have to look at national landing and amazon headquarters to know that, like (laughs) tickety-tock
0: plus the cost of concrete all that stuff (gasps) i wonder if the washington ball team stadium is going to national landing
1: where the heck is it going to fit in there?
0: In like the Potomac part, like the Potomac yard part of it, like down to okay. the other end.
1: I don't know. I don't it know. So that was kind of headlines coming out of LA. That's so Dan Snyder too. Like we have yeah. to learn about it for TMZ.
0: Now I, here's the thing, like random TMZ photographer with a phone caught up with Dan Snyder. I feel like Dan Snyder has one or two security people around him at any given time. For sure. And so also like, random la person to know that that's Dan. i don't know that i could pick dan snyder out of a lineup
1: yeah well you know sometimes they they get a little heads up
0: i wonder if there was a little tmz tip going on but yeah he like there's usually i'm not saying dan snyder is like a cuddly like lovable human i'm not saying that but um they're like the photo that we always see on the news of Dan Snyder is that like grimacing, like in a suit, like, er, like dark haired guy. And he's like got some gray popping through. He was like looking relaxed, he had little sunglasses hanging off of his shirt. It, I, like, it was a maybe he's like working on like being a more like approachable image to Dan Snyder
1: okay he's got a long way to go so good luck with that
0: that is certainly true i'm not <laughs> yet ready to make a prediction of where i think the um washington football team headquarters is going or the washington football team stadium is going to be i did for the record call the amazon thing before the amazon thing i'm just saying is all i said it was <laughs> crystal city from the beginning don't make me pull the tape kelly just <laughs> it was a while ago i called it i was like it's got to be in crystal city why wouldn't it be in crystal city
1: okay all right so you're saying the washington football team is going to crystal city
0: no no i'm not saying that's my call yet i'm <laughs> saying like it could be could be shirlington it could be rockville i don't know <laughs> we'll see could be back at rfk they could put it anywhere who knows oh my
1: gosh that would be incredible
0: Who knows where it could be? It might be somewhere where you least expect it. Maybe Dan Snyder is going to be like, LOL, it's in Frederick. Nanny nanny boo boo.
1: Well, here's the thing, though. Dan Snyder doesn't get to say where he's got to get like whatever city council or whatever jurisdiction to approve of all the things. So that's what I'm saying. Like these conversations have to be happening like, I don't know, like now.
0: (laughs) Well, I think if he's like speaking openly about it to somebody, even though it's a TMZ person with a cell phone across the country, I feel like there's probably movement toward it. And also um, with Julie Donaldson, who like runs their communications now, like she ain't no dummy. There's a plan here. <laughs> Something's going on. Watch <laughs> this true. Watch this area. We're going to learn some more, I believe, pretty soon.
1: Yeah, we'll be following that for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Who knows where it could be? Wow. That's, that's interesting. I love that.
1: Okay. I saw this headline. I was like, wait, what? So we're getting excited. Things are reopening. Blake Shelton is coming to D.C. to perform. Oh, cool. and you think of Blake Shelton, right, like household name pretty much, mm-hmm. um, even if you don't listen to country music or like country music, yeah. he's coming to a small venue in d c He's going to the anthem over Labor Day weekend
0: for like seven nights.
1: He is coming for actually two nights he's huh. doing a little mini residency, if you will, um, but now tommy me, i mean i don't know he's coming with some of his friends and they're country music singers. It's like a group of them are coming oh, going out
0: i got my starting country let's okay. do this who's coming
1: okay it is lindsey l oh uh martina mcbride
0: yeah totally i love martina mcbride tracy but she sings independence day she sings this one's for the girls my valentine totally tracy bird no way Okay, I didn't realize Tracy Bird was still alive, which is Uh, Um, B-Y-R-D. So Tracy Bird has one of the greatest country songs ever that did not get nearly enough love on it when country radio had the chance to play it back in like 2003. It was called Drinkin' Bone. And it is about two minutes and 25 seconds long of pure gold. And the hook goes something like, because the drinking bones connected to the party bone, the party <laughs> bones connected to the staying out all night long. She won't think it's funny and I'll wind up all alone. And the drinking bones connected to the party bones connected to the, and it just keeps going and it's freaking fabulous. And I don't know. And I, actually when I worked in country radio, and um this was literally one of the biggest fights my mentor and I ever had. Because I was like, this song is a smash. We need to be playing the Drinking Bone every hour. And he's like, it's some redneckish. I can't get involved in this. And I was like, no, you need to play Drinking Bone. I think, you know what? All these years later, I think we should add Drinking Bone to our playlist.
1: Great. We can do whatever we want now. You don't have to answer to our program director.
0: It's brilliant. Connected to the party bone. The party bone's connected to the stand all night long. I love she won't it. think it's funny and i'll wind up all alone and then he starts drinking again by the way should you need help you can reach out to a counselor or something like that I always okay. drink responsibly <laughs> <laughs> but as far as country songs go tracy bird nailed it
1: okay well there's one more friend he's bringing with him tracy atkins
0: oh trace atkins huh trace act is that trace atkins yeah okay tracy bird and trace atkins is that a male or female um, Trace Adkins is a male. Trace Adkins okay. is roughly eight feet tall. Um, and he sings a song, Arlington, about the cemetery. Hey. And um, I'm Way to about, go local again. Yeah, totally. Right? Way to make it, way to make it DC, Kelly. Um, but he also sings Honky Tonk Badonkadonk.
1: Oh my God, this is so <laughs> redneckin'. I, <love> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it.
0: Yes, Honky Tonk Badonkadonk is a song. Have you ever heard said song? No. Okay. You know what? Hang on. Stop. All right, why Everybody, are you doing that? Stop the presses. I got it. Okay.
1: Why are you doing that? What's really cool about this tour is that it, like it is going to sort of more areas of the country that you might think love country music. It's launching in Omaha. It's closing out in in Milwaukee. Um, so it's only 16 cities. And, but D.C. is the only place he's coming for 2 nights wow. and it's labor day weekend it's saturday and sunday so like you don't have to work the next day it's going to be bonkers down at the anthem
0: <laughs> that's a huge show totally and like normally eric church is like the countryest country that the anthem has but i'm just gonna go ahead and play this song is from 12 years ago this will be trace adkins and hunky tonk hunky tonk but donk are you ready for this kelly are you prepared <laughs> Oh boy.
2: Okay. Wait
0: for it. Here we go.
1: Got it. Got it. Now I know what a donkey donk is.
2: Bad.
0: Wait, what did you think a donkey donk was?
1: I. For all I know is it, it was a cowboy hat. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea it was booty <laughs> All
0: right, I gotta play you Tracy Bird drinking bone as long as we're here. It's two minutes and 22 seconds. It should have been a smash. I'm just saying is all.
1: Well, a good thing you weren't a program director, because clearly it wasn't. I
0: well, we wonder why I've changed how many times must I explain its, it's basic, basic honky-tonk anatomy. anatomy. The drinking bone's connected to the party bone. The party bone's connected to the staying out all night long. And the lonely bone's connected to the drinking bone. Hey, dude. It's so good. The lonely bones connected to the drinking bone. That's what it is. And then it starts all over again.
1: I mean, there's a lot of honky tonk going on here. And at (laughs) some point, um, maybe on another show, I want to do a deep dive into how honky tonk became a honky tonk. Like, what is the meaning of it? Like, I just because that's the second song that has honky tonk in it.
0: Yes. A honky tonk would be like a party place, like a bar. Hmm.
1: And it's still acceptable like term?
0: You know what? It might not be a a acceptable term in 2021. I don't know. (laughs) And as this podcast sits on the internet, it might become less and less um, viable as a term that we are allowed to use. (laughs) I don't know. I'm pretty sure honky-tonk-badonkadonk is an offensive term that we should be using. (laughs) But Trey Zadkins started it. Okay. He also had a baseball song at one point, too.
1: Oh okay. Well, see I these are things I need to learn. But anyway, Blake Shelton two nights at the Anthem. I mean, if that isn't like great news, in-person live event, big name coming to see that up on the marquee at the Anthem after, you know, 18 months of no live shows. Yep. Let's let's do this thing.
0: Also, but- we're clear that Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are in this for the long haul because, like, this is the tour where Blake's like, honey, I want you to be my friends from way back. <laughs> and if she's still around from the honky tonk badonkadonk guy hanging around all summer long, <laughs> I feel like they're going to be fine to go ahead.
1: There you go that's the benchmark
0: <laughs> and if Gwen Stefani comes out and it is part of a honky tonk but duet situation I will come unstitched <laughs> just right so, so
1: you think about it, this is the only place he's doing it for two nights mm-hmm. like it's it's Labor Day weekend so Gwen could join him for a beautiful weekend in D.C. Yep. you know the wharf is right there there's hotels right. she can just like whoop it up I think Tommy you're you've you've been assigned okay. you are on Gwen Stefani Blake Shelton lookout as they spend uh, Labor Day weekend in D.C.
0: Perfect. And the last high-profile celebrity couple to spend a weekend together at the wharf in D.C. was J-Rod and A-Lo. A-Lo and J-Lo and A-Rod. So there we go.
1: Right. And that's that worked out of- just great. No, it didn't.
0: <laughs> I know. being sarcastic. Okay. J-Lo and A-Lod. I can't even... J-Lo and A-Rod. I know. need more coffee to get into this day.
1: I am so excited that we are going to be celebrating restaurants again this year after taking a year off. The Rammies are coming back. This is the Restaurant Association of Metro Washington. Their big award ceremony, it's like the Oscars for restaurants, is coming back in person in September. And they've like... I hate the word reimagine, but that's what they kind of have done because you can no longer say the best chef and the best restaurant. Like restaurants barely survived this past year.
0: Right, fine dining service award is not a thing we're doing right now. No.
1: no. No, you got to celebrate restaurants for they got so darn creative uh, with their takeout, with the way that they did their patios, with the in dining, limited in dining room, uh, room, not service in dining in their dining room service where they could only have limited capacity, sometimes none at all. Like we got to celebrate
0: that. So joining us is the CEO of the Restaurant Association, Metro Washington, Kathy Hollander. How are you? Welcome to the show.
2: Tommy, I am good. I'm I'm happy to be on the show.
0: After the last year and change with restaurants in this town, I don't know how you haven't run for the hills screaming, pulling your hair out. Because all of the <laughs> things that restaurants have been through and that your organization has shepherded through have been incredible. So what does it mean to have a Ramy announcement?
2: You know, Tommy, it. I, we're so delighted to be able to do this. I think that... The fact that we are an industry where everyone thrives on being together, getting together, and and that we can do that this year is really a testament to what we know will be a huge celebration. Every year it is, but come on, Tommy, this year, 2021, I'm nervous for the world. (laughs)
0: I think we're going into the roaring 20s. Absolutely. That's right. Kelly and I talked about this before um, you joined us. She was like, there's no way that they can do the normal categories you normally do, because they recognize restaurants in a normal habitat. This year, it's not the same. And I love how creative you've gotten with some of the nominations and some of the categories.
2: Thanks, Tommy. You know, I would say that the biggest three differences this year then last year. First of all, we're in-person, which is fantastic. Um, it is not dependent on our AMW membership in terms of qualifying for an award. Really trying to be consistent with, we've all been in this together, we continue to be in this together. And yes, we had to rethink the awards, the categories, qualifiers, because the reality is that people They excelled in the most phenomenal ways, and we had to really think about while everyone was a winner in 2020, what were the standout moments in terms of real pivots, real reimagination. So we're excited to be able to shine some light on everyone, which is really the key. Everyone in the industry who came out of this or candidly had to redirect and maybe is not with the industry. It's a celebration. And a moment to be able to pause and and just honor those who have done great things.
0: I love these like formal dining, fine dining in a box, most innovative to go game, Um, the neighborhood award, outstanding ghost kitchen or pop up concept, coolest cocktail to go. Um, Which ones are you most excited about and what has the feedback from the restaurant community been? Because this is. Not that the Rammies were ever stuffy by any means, but this is right. very much more like a an inclusive and casual uh, uh, look at it.
2: Well, I'll tell you when first when we told our folks and we told the industry the Rammies are happening and we are going to be at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center together. I got to tell you, right there we had thousands because people were just so happy to be able to think forward and be together now mind you we're still working out what it's going to look like but what we do know is it's going to be in person and it's going to be a celebration in terms of reimagining the categories everyone felt that that was so important this year that this is a year to recognize how creative people had to be yes they wanted to be But Tommy, you know, you were out there, you were watching it. People had no choice but to reimagine so that they can continue to keep their doors open. And diners supported them, public supported them, and now here's a way for them to stop what they're doing for one night come to an event where we can really recognize the, recognize people in a way that we couldn't in the last year.
0: A hundred percent. And you think of some of them like um, the Farmer's Restaurant Group. I, I love those guys and girls. And there's uh, Farmers and Distillers right in my neighborhood. They popped up their market right away. Um, Amy Brandwine at Centralina in City Center. I saw her over Memorial Day in 2020. And I was like, how can I help? And she's like, you can buy a Memorial Day box. And I was like, okay, I guess I could do that. That sounds great. It was the most fabulous and expensive Memorial Day barbecue ever. But I bet. They've gotten so creative. And I love the tech trailblazers. I love how Carmine sold their pasta sauce. You have all of these things happening. Um, and I love that there's going to be a way to celebrate it. How, how are they going to decide the winners? Is it your usual like secret judges? Is there public voting? How does this all shake
2: There's going to be both, you know, just like every year we have public voting categories and we have the panel of judges. The reality is that everyone uniform decided there has to be a rethinking and how we are going to award people this year Mm -hmm. and we're going to have more that are public voted on and we're going to have many that are voted by the judges. but it's going to be voted in very differently right i mean these are qualifiers and categories that speak to everything that needed to happen over the course of a 15-month period
0: and the convention center is so big i was at an inaugural event where i'm pretty sure it was four city blocks so we can figure out how to get people into the convention center should we need to
2: yes we can tommy
0: <laughs> kathy Hollander, the ceo of the restaurant association metro washington i'm so happy to be talking to you at a point where we're both smiling the whole time because we've had some really tough conversations about the industry over the last year and a half. And it just seems so great to see things moving in such a great direction into the the whatever happens next.
2: Thanks, Tommy. And thanks for your advocacy over, always with this industry.
0: In hindsight, I should have asked her her thoughts on (laughs) Badunkadunks.
2: I think that would have been a little
1: off topic, but how exciting is this? It just, Oh, I, I just, I can't wait for it. I can't wait to, you know, be a part of it again and just celebrate. I put on a a black tie gown or whatever the heck we're wearing. I I just can't wait. It's going to be such a fun evening.
0: I'm still doing shorts and a black tie top. That's what's happening. Sorry. Well,
1: (laughs) Well, that's the thing that you do see when, when you do celebrate, I mean, we all know now it's common knowledge how creative restaurant tours are mm-hmm. from the bar staff to the general manager. So when you ask them to get dressed up and go out and party in pre pandemic times, they get pretty darn creative. A hundred percent. You can only imagine when you uh, unleash them after a year off and after the year that they've had. So it's going to be a great night.
0: And the party's always on Sunday. Cause that's the day that's like the sleepiest for restaurants. And then Monday is also sleepy. And I think it's fair to say that the Rammy bones connected to the drinking bones. <laughs>
1: yes uh yes i think we should definitely take the, the next day off as i'm sure a lot of other people will too
0: if you want to check out any of our past episodes on the show i can't imagine why you wouldn't want us in your ear all the time you can just search tommy and kelly show anywhere you get your podcast or grab the real fun dc app you can also say alexa launch real fun dc to catch up with our hashtag content anytime anywhere we'll see you next
1: time